Guten Abend, Damen und Herren, und willkommen. We'll be listening to the uh, Dead Snow podcast today. If you didn't pick it from the intro, I probably wouldn't be surprised with this one. Um, you probably read the title of the movie on the, the little iTunes thing and still had no idea what we were talking about. So. <laughs> Some people would have. Some people may have, and you are the ones... Well we've done to you. Um, we're going to start this one with a bit of a review. Uh, so we'll talk about it as if you haven't seen it before, and then we'll flip the switch and talk about it with some spoilers, as we do okay. occasionally. Yeah, I think that's probably fair for this one. Yeah, and because... that voice you heard there is my fellow podcaster, Rodney. Hello, I'm Rodney. Hello. Uh, I am you, and I hope you're, you're well today, and uh, you know, you're not hiking through the wilderness or anything, are you? I hope you're not, no. Good. Uh, so, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, uh, eight medical students take a vacation away from their studies to a remote cabin. Their peace is soon interrupted when a spooky old man gives them a warning that a dark and evil power resides in the woods. Two words that would strike the fear into the bravest of people. Zombie Nazis. This film allows <laughs> us to share in the knowledge that zombie gore is a universal language. As you most probably would not have seen the film, we'll be looking at it in chunks. First part review, second part spoilers. But before we do that, Rodney... What did you think of this film? Was it rare Norwegian gold, or was it a hammer to the face? This is all gold. This movie, rare Norwegian gold. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Just to just to prove that I don't hate every single movie, <laughs> I, I really love this one. Love this one. Well, I think we've been in agreement on movies previously. I don't think yeah. we could agree stronger about this movie because yeah. the reason we picked it is because it is made in Norway. It's a Norwegian yeah. film. Not a lot of people here in Australia probably would have seen. Had it. you seen it before? You wanted to do it for this. I hadn't seen it. Yeah. I had wanted to see You'd it, heard of it before yeah. we, we cool. chose yeah. to do it for this. Yeah. I'd heard of it as a really good zombie movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, mean, well, I think all things good should be shared. Yeah, yeah. And no, so, I mean, yeah, while we're, while we're on the topic, video. though, I mean, I think it's good. We're doing five zombie movies. I think it's good that we do one in that's not in English. That's only yeah, fair. because, you know, zombies are a worldwide epidemic, as uh, various zombie movies tell us about. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think if, if ever we do five movies again, we should probably always pick one that's not in English, right? Yeah, we'll see how we go. I whatever think it's a, a nice, good way to go. Yeah. Oh, I don't think it's too hard. You want to pick action movies, you want to pick love stories, you want to pick whatever. I'm sure it's not hard to find one that's in foreign, as they say. We'll see how we go. I think that would depend on what the next five movies in the way we do is. Yeah. I'm sure I could pick one, but anyway. Hmm. Uh, no, I really like it. I'm glad you like it, too. Yeah, I think it's a really good movie. Um, so let's talk about it a little bit in review format first, so we don't spoil too many things. Yeah. Um, the cover of the movie, in fact, the the tagline for this movie is "Eins zwei die." Eins <laughs> zwei die. That pretty much tells you what you're in for. <laughs> exactly right. It is what it says on the can. It's a zombie Nazi movie. Yeah. Um, for opening impressions, what have you? What had you heard about the movie before we started, and what did you sort of you know think about the 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 I don't know what, what I'm trying to say. Or... What do you think about the the plot and what you think the what, thought the movie might have been before you'd seen it? I, I I was surprised the first time I watched it how fun and silly it was. It took mm-hmm. itself not very seriously. I, I was expecting it to be a bit a lot darker and a lot scarier. And then when they're making jokes and they're killing zombies in funny ways and making fun of each other for being scared and all the rest of it, it has really inventive it's really gory. It is this very this gory. is the goriest zombie movie out of the lot. This is the goriest one we've seen so far, yes, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're into those kind of gory horror movies, that this is what that's what this is. It is. Uh, I think it's fairly evident to say that this is a, a zombie movie made for zombie movie fans. Sure. Um, there's a lot of little in-references in regards to the movie. I think uh, movies like Brain Dead and yep. uh, other you know, Romero classic zombie horror movies was the, the catalyst for this film. 
Um, but yeah, if you if you know those films, you'll know those moments and you'll love it. If you don't know those films, but you still love zombie movies or yeah. horror movies, you'll still love it. So I mean, it's, it's... it's not exclusive. <laughs> you don't have to be in the in crowd to get the joke. No, no, definitely not. It's eight eight university students go off to a cabin in the woods. I mean, we've done cabin in the woods. Yeah. They 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 open up their little freezer chest, which is in the floor, because it's all snowing, and they pull out a box. I mean, my girlfriend only watched maybe a few minutes of this, but even when she saw that scene, she was like, don't open the box. <laughs> and I kind of think that with horror movies, when someone starts screaming at the screen, yelling at the screen, that's when you know you're kind of doing it right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've done their job. If you're yelling at the screen, yeah. going, don't, don't go, go up the stairs. Up the stairs. Don't, don't go up the stairs. <laughs> don't call that guy. He's the killer. Yeah, all that stuff. Hmm. Uh, I agree completely, yeah. Love it. Now, um, throughout the movie itself, uh, one of the characters, I don't know the best way to describe it, Hero's Journey, I've got here in my notes. Yeah. Because like, he's the guy who's like, oh, I'll go out and check this, and if you don't hear back... I'll be right back. Right away. <laughs> the use of the, I'll be back. Yeah, it's one of the <laughs> only English lines in it, but he's making fun of Arnold Schwarzenegger. He overplays it quite a lot. But in this kind of movie, it's okay. Exactly. There's a lot of movie moments in the movie that's made so you can laugh. Yeah. And I think they've done that quite well to break the tension of not being on that constant knife's edge yep. of a, a standard horror movie. The other thing I think, and I've always thought this about foreign movies, is that you sometimes don't notice bad acting just because you don't, you don't pick up on the, the, bad culture the cadence or... of... No, I mean the way people talk. Sure. When, when people talk about bad acting, it's usually like the wrong emotional infliction put on things or the wrong emphasis on certain words. Sure. But with subtitles, you really just don't get that. And you're probably a bit distracted because you're having to read the words anyway. Hmm. So I think, I mean, there's definitely bad acting in this movie. But I just think as a general rule of thumb across all movies that are not in English, I tend to not notice bad acting. I agree. Uh, with the possible exception of a few of the Chinese movies, because we're now we're starting to see those actors, so we know <laughs> they can act or sure. can't act in, when they try and do it in English, and so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as we've said, it's a fairly basic kind of a horror plot to this movie. Yeah. The gore rating out of 10, I'd probably say it's close to a 9. There are some very, really very, gory. very bloody scenes in this movie. It's really gory. Um, yeah, there's even, like, an Evil Dead reference for, for those who know that Evil Dead and haven't seen this movie... There's clearly an Evil Dead reference, I think. Would you agree? No, it's not coming to mind, though. What is it? The arm, cutting the arm off. Cutting the arm off? Yeah, I guess. He cuts his arm off in Evil Dead, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was disappointed that he didn't get the chainsaw and stick it on the end of his arm, though. That would have been the Evil Dead reference. That, yes. that was what I was expecting, but he didn't do that. Hmm. Well, I think that would take it that one step too far. Yeah, like, probably. You're probably supernatural right. Supernatural zombie Nazis is fair enough. If he did that as well, that's that a little bit too far. Yeah. So, I mean, supernatural zombie Nazis, they, they get warned by the old guy, the old creepy guy. Mm -hmm. He has like a five-minute monologue <laughs> about how awful everything is and how... He, I think he calls them... Doesn't he call them like shit-faced teenagers or something? Yes. <laughs> Snot nose, self-entitled... Like, yeah. You tell him. You tell him. Yes. The old man dislikes the hipster modern kids. Who would have thought? <laughs> well, I can't believe I relate to that guy. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. But he warns them, don't fuck around up here because there's zombies, there's like dead zombies everywhere, man. And they're like, whatever, old man. Yes, the, we, this movie has the classic horror movie trope of the man yeah. who gives you the warning, don't do this. As we explained in Cabin in the Woods, he has to be there. You have to make the choice yourself not to listen to him. 
And that's uh, and you obviously pay the price. And then, yeah, yeah, I would say that you can clearly yeah. say that the the young people pay the price in this movie. <laughs> Looking at my notes, I've pretty much just got funny lines or funny ways that people die, so I can't talk too much more about the story, I'm afraid. I was afraid. about to say, we might cut the review short, a little bit short here then, because um, most of my notes is also mainly yes. spoilery kind of stuff, because yes. this is how good this movie is. I think, um, you know, if you've ever been maybe at a film festival and gone to see one of those midnight horror movies, and mm-hmm. if you liked that, you'll like this. Well, yeah, I think like a, a lot of people may have been turned off from this movie because it is in a foreign language. So you'd have to sit there and read oh, yeah, the subtitles. Absolutely. But watching it with the subtitles, I don't think it detracts from the no. movie. Like, I know horror yeah. movies aren't renowned for their scripts to begin with, but this is don't actually quite witty that. and good. And you pick up on it quite quickly. And I honestly yeah. didn't have any problems watching this movie okay, at good. all. I mean, I watch a lot of movies with subtitles. It never bothers me, but I know for some people it would. It would turn them off even just a little bit. So I can't really speak to that. But if you're saying, if you're saying yeah, you give it so a thumbs I'm up, saying, do it. Give it the chance with the subtitles. Don't do what we're about to do yeah. and listen to the movie in English. <laughs> I mean, there's jokes There's <laughs> jokes that come through anyway with the subtitles. There's gore. Gore is like the universal language, so that's fine. Hmm. Yeah, dig in and dive in and just watch this one. Yeah, so as I've said, I, I think um, in our pre-review for people who might stop listening here, I, I'm giving this like an, an eight or a nine. I, I'm going to go a nine. For yeah, I give this one eight. Clear eight. It's really good. It's a really good movie. <laughs> you should definitely go out and see it if you're a horror movie fan. So fun. If you don't like blood and gore, maybe skip this one and miss. Um, if you're not into the, the horror movie genre, yeah. I'm sorry for the last couple of podcasts, but um, we'll try and make it up. Are you listening? Future. Please, th- thank you for sticking with this if you're not a horror yeah. movie fan, but uh, we'll get to some other movies shortly because it's the second last of our podcast. We've got yeah. one to go. Um, but we'll have a, a short break here. Uh, we'll leave it as we both like the movie. You should go see it. And uh, we'll leave you with the scary old man giving his uh, warning to the kids. Now, I do warn you, this is the English version. I do apologize, but it's kind of hard to read uh, subtitles on a podcast. Uh, I know we are a very visual podcast, but uh, <laughs> subtitles, I think, is putting it just that That's going too one far. step too far. So uh, here's the scary old man telling the kids why the, the woods are dangerous. Is the terrain dangerous? Terrain is the least of your worries when you're up there in those mountains. <sighs> I don't suppose you small, spoiled brats could be bothered to read a little of the local history about this area before you came snowmobiling into this place. Events have occurred here. Events that people prefer to keep quiet about. During the Second World War, Oxford was seen as a vital area for the Germans. It was a key harbor for the German battleships. A significant link for stopping the trade convoys between Russia and England. Einsatz. That was the name of the controlling battalion that was garrisoned here. Unlike most places where the Germans got along rather well with the local population, that was not the case here. They were commanded by Colonel Herzog. They made life hell for the local people. People were tortured, beaten, and mistreated every day. Trust me on this. These were evil, sadistic devils. Sorry. (laughs) Indeed. After a warning like that, how can they still go into the woods? I don't don't get it. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's that girl who's who's skiing to the cabin. So I guess... 
you know, they should probably wait for her if, 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 it's so, if it's so bad out there. They should probably wait. The one guy does go out after her, though, her boyfriend, I guess. Exactly. The, the lead guy, uh, Roy, because mm. I had to write down the name so I can remember them all. Sure. Uh, Roy goes, look, you know, something's just not right. She should be here by now. I was kind of freaked out by the old guy. Mm. I might go try and find Hannah. You know, I think, I think she's in need of some help. Smoke me a kipper. I'll be back for <laughs> breakfast. Uh, not Hannah. Sarah, sorry, to the people who watched Sarah. the movie. Sarah. Sarah. Yes, I should try and pronounce it with a proper Norwegian accent. <laughs> so he goes off. And then, um, I mean, the scary old guy, for some reason he lives in a tent out in the middle of nowhere where there's no yeah, protection. The hills are so terrible dangerous and I'm just going to camp out here. Yeah, that's a good idea. Do. He's pretty much uh, res- <laughs> he's resided to the fact that he's going to be killed by these zombies, even though, um, yeah, he's just sitting out there in the middle of a tent. Yeah. Just a zip between him and having his guts pulled out. Anyway, uh, so let's break down a couple of the characters there, because there's a fair few classic horror movie <clears throat> tropes, or at least okay. modern okay. horror movie tropes. The first one is the fat guy fat who's guy. a film buff. Yeah, fat guy. Uh, the, the fat friend, or the guy who <clears throat> knows about horror movies and tells people what to do. Um... There's a little bit of that. Yeah, I, I think he's kind of the guy we're supposed to all, maybe not side with, but root for, perhaps, because he's probably going to be like most of the people who watch this film going, <laughs> yeah, zombies, Speak don't get yourself. bitten, you've got to shoot him in the head, and you've got to do this, so he's the guy who kind of passes that knowledge. I mean, this isn't one of those movies like Scream or Cabin in the Woods that is a commentary on horror movies. No. It, it, it sort of makes a bit of a mention to like, ah, oh, this is just like that horror movie, but it's not, it's not heavy-handed, it's not laid on thick. No. He just makes a, makes one reference and then the girl was like, yeah, it's like that movie or it's like that other horror movie and then they bond over it. That leads us to the, the second the stereotype. Second movie, is the second movie. The, the sexy girl who finds the, the movie buff attractive. And she's an info. Yeah, she's the girl who's in the movie just to have sex and die. You could not argue that she's not a nymphomaniac. She has sex with him on the toilet. Yes, that's a very bad scene. Oh. <laughs> Like, I well, mean, did, on the one hand, in a horror movie... The, the least romantic place to hook yeah. up with a guy in a cabin in the yeah. middle of the woods. In a horror it's movie, on the outdoor you, toilet. you want a sex scene, but I, I, this is not an enjoyable one for me. Yeah. And then, like, he leaves. Do you remember what happens? He leaves, and then she's like, well, I need to go to the toilet. It's right here. <laughs> and then she falls in. Yes. She falls in. And in the meantime, we've seen, like, the guy dropped a little bit of Nazi gold on the ground, and there's a zombie picks it up. As if she's not already in deep enough shit, she falls into the shit. <laughs> she literally falls in deep shit, yes. Yes. This movie, I mean, this is the kind of like layers that I like in a movie. <laughs> More of this, please. Indeed. Uh, so, let's get back to my notes here so I can talk about some things. Um, the classic zombie movie tropes definitely come into play in this film. If you have sex, you die. Sure. If you drink alcohol, you die. Yep. If you're not clean living and, you know, pure of heart, you die. That is evident by everyone in the movie... They all die. They all die. Welcome to the spoiler section. Um, Everyone's dead. They're all dead Dave. Everyone is dead Dave. Um, Now, I like that they don't kind of play up or play down the the little slipping the the gold coin into the the jacket, which is where the the very last survivor dies from. Uh, We see it happen very early on, but it's kind of just, you know, I'll just put this in my pocket for later. And it's like a two second shot. Nothing's referenced about it. There's no, no further future talk about it. It's just, oh, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> before he dies and it's great I love it a lot yeah it's a great thing at the end they kind of actually set up I think the girl the girl with the long dreadlocks mm-hmm. they set up her as though she's going to survive I reckon Hannah yeah I yeah. think um... she goes through a lot she like falls off a cliff and then she kind of struggles out and you think that she's going to survive because that's usually what happens hmm. in these out movies, of all the, the characters survives. you think will survive you're most likely thinking the dreadlock girl yeah 
And the guy in the snowmobile, I think he's supposed to be our hero. Oh, yeah, because he does the right thing going looking for the, the exactly. vulnerable he's the, girl. the man with the kind heart and all that sort of thing. And, um, yeah, the, the last person who does survive is the guy who chopped his own arm off, who was the, the doctor who was afraid of blood to begin with. Yeah. Um, uh. Which I think is an interesting trope. Like, most horror movies have a person who's afraid of something, and they have to face <laughs> that fear in order to get past it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I... I like that they used it, but I, I think it was just over. It's not bad. It's a little bit amateur, but... It's, it's slightly on the nose, but uh, it's, it works in this kind of movie, though, because this movie isn't yeah. Shakespeare. It's this good. Movie, it's, it's, I'd go far as to say it's great. Uh, it's a, I think it's really fun. This movie came out a few years ago. The, the director is trying to crowdfund a sequel. He is. He's trying to make a sequel, and he's like on Kickstarter or whatever. He's trying to make uh, a Dead Snow 2. And yeah. have you seen the, the cast list for Dead no, Snow 2? Right. Most of the main actors are back. Oh, well, <laughs> they all died. <laughs> yes. Is it a prequel? <laughs> I've got no oh, idea. Oh man, I'm confused. Maybe it's a remake, like uh, Evil Dead style. Where it's, a, it's it's like a sequel. It's Which really is just the a first remake. Movie again. <laughs> yeah. The first movie done. Got it right the time. first time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look. If you look at the cast list, it's you know Roy is back, Hannah is back. Um, Interesting. Or are they back in flashbacks Martin or something? Is back. They're back with the same character name. Yeah. Like, so unless yeah. it's a flashback about what happens, or I don't know. Like, obviously, we might have to There's, keep our eyes open for that one, but. There's going to be a sequel. That's nuts. <laughs> anyway. It is nuts. But speaking of nuts, there's the guy who... You, you mentioned how the guy cuts his... Uh, the, guy get, the guy gets bitten on his arm. Lovely. And then <laughs> the guy gets bitten on his arm and he knows what's coming. He's like, the only thing I can do is cut my arm off. This is how this works. I have to amputate my arm. So well, he it's, like... It's interesting. Just to interrupt you for one second. <laughs> yeah. Because no one's been bitten and turned into a zombie yet in the movie. But no, I, we all have seen zombie movies. Yeah. And I know if you get bitten, you become That's a zombie. sort of not really a thing in this movie that if you get bitten, you turn into a zombie because only they get bitten and they don't live long enough to turn into zombies. The guy in the snowmobile does get bitten. Yeah. He stitches his own throat up with a fishing yeah. hook and racks it in duct tape. So I'm calling him MacGyver from now on. Oh, he does um, pretty well. But uh, yeah, he sort of you know, survives just long enough to maybe possibly be turning into a zombie. Yeah. And he's dead before and the then end. He's so you don't know if he is or not. Exactly. But there's the guy, anyway, there's the guy who, who gets bitten on the arm. He knows what he has to do. He has to amputate his arm. He, he At great pains, and you see the agony on his face. He gets the chainsaw and cuts his arm off. And it's horrific. It's gruesome. And, and then he, he gets his stump, the... puts it into the fire like he's Arnold Schwarzenegger or something <laughs> from Predator. Or the, oh, Rambo, I think, did that in one movie too. Mm-hmm. But he's like, okay, now I've cut my arm off and I've seared it off. Everything is I'm fine. Safe. Everything in the world is sunshine and happiness. Zombie comes up out of the snow and bites his nuts. <laughs> Oh uh, man! And then the, the friend who's with him just looks at him and goes, "Oh no, well, are you gonna?" <laughs> I defy you to not like this movie. Oh, it's brilliant, um, and it's full of scenes like that. There's a scene where <laughs> something goes down, and it's like something really horrific, and there's zombies everywhere. And then the one guy just says, "I told you we should have gone to Sunny Beach." <laughs> like it's called Sunny Beach. Of course, you should have gone there. No zombies there. <laughs> Um, like I even like this movie from the opening, the scene, the scene before the title credits, um, is Sarah being chased through the hills by the zombies. Mm. So we know she's dead pretty much before everyone else does, but it's to the song, um, Hall of the Mountain King. Yeah. And it's a fantastic use of piece of that classical yep. music. I've, I've not seen it used in a horror movie before. And it should be moved to used in every horror movie since. Yeah, no, it's really it's fantastic. good. There's a lot of there's a lot of good movie music in this movie. There's one I made a note where what did I write down? It's something just like I don't know what the lyrics are, but when the guys find the power tools and they run towards the zombies, I I just know that that song's amazing. Yes, I have no idea what it's about. It's it could be about something Norwegian. Completely I'm, wrong. I'm sure it's like Eye of the Tiger yeah. or Norwegian. 
it's just yeah it's ah, it's motivational it's great yeah <laughs> and there's a lot of uh, metal in them <laughs> because this is Funny from Norway that. there's a lot of heavy metal just as like score like an American movie would have like strings and cellos and violin and violins this has metal I remember once I had we were looking for a housemate for someone to live with us and this one guy came in he was like sh- like shaved head but with a long goatee and it turned out he'd lived in Norway for a bunch of years he was like dude you go into the supermarket and they, they play metal like at the supermarket, <laughs> it's amazing. It's great. He really loved it, but we didn't. Uh, we didn't pick him as a roommate because we went with someone who was less addicted to speed. Fair enough. <laughs> pick someone else. Someone less likely to eat you in your sleep. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, injection references in this. Uh, the main of them, or the most of them, come from the the fat movie loving guy. Hmm. Uh, I dare say you probably caught on as well. He's got the Brain Dead T-shirt on, and yeah. he's got a couple of the horror movie T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the thing that I like a lot is how he dies. Is yeah. a reference to Brain Dead. Is it the, okay. the first death in the movie Brain Dead? The guy literally gets torn asunder, oh, yeah. and his brains fall out of his head, which yeah. is what happens to the, the fat movie guy. There you go. So it's a nice little throwback <laughs> to the Peter Jackson's Brain Dead there. Sure, yeah. I like the um, I like the scene where the girl Chris. Uh, goes out into the woods and then they're getting a bit creeped out in the cabin, worried about her. And uh, her head just pops up in the window because it's like classic horror movie thing where they set up a tense moment and then the friend appears and it's like startling. Like, oh, oh, I thought there was something wrong, but it's just my friend. But then they twist it again because it is her head, but it's just a zombie arm holding her head up. (laughs) A zombie arm holding her decapitated bloody head to the window. Pretty great. Oh, did I love that so much. Pretty great. (laughs) Now, something you may not know, Rodney, because I did a little bit of a background into the director okay. of this. Yeah. Um, he's actually done a major Hollywood movie. Oh, what did he do? Do you know what it is? No. <laughs> no. Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Oh, really? Yeah. That does make sense. I haven't seen that, but... Nor have uh... I. <laughs> I thought it was pretty bad, was why. Yeah. But um, he did do Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, and there are mm. a few of the, the main cast in this are extras in uh, that oh, movie see, as well. Right. Sure. Which is how I got onto it. I think the reason I wasn't interested in seeing that was that it looked, like I say, Awful. it suffered from the taking itself too seriously problem. Like, it's got Academy Award winning actors in it. Yes. But they're slumming it in a, in a horror movie. What makes this movie so great is that it's all unknowns, an amateur director, and it doesn't take itself seriously. An amateur writer-director. The director yes. actually wrote the script piece yeah, as yeah. well. Um, and yeah, I agree. It's, it's a really good movie because it it plays on those little tropes but doesn't overdo it like it, it's not going here's I mean, the reference about this movie yeah. here's the yeah. reference about this movie yeah there's loads of things wrong with it but we don't care like when the guy gets yeah. stabbed in the shoulder That's and blood an spurts out of his mouth we go okay there's an excellent way to put it there's a lot of things wrong with this movie but you like it enough that it just doesn't yeah. matter unlike other movies we've done that I didn't like and then when bad things happen I was like oh that's the cherry on top of this shit cake this is a brilliant cake. This is a tort. This is a kish torta. And the cherry is delicious. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't think we've had kish torta there you go. this year before. So there you are. That might be the, the quote of the day. <laughs> uh, now, it was kind of hard for me to do this, but uh, I take great pride in saying that I counted 14 fucks in this movie. Oh. And I did that because I actually downloaded the uh, the you subtitle downloaded script, the text. and I counted through. <laughs> Command <laughs> F. I, count I was watching the movie and I just got so engrossed in it, I yeah. lost count, and so I went back again. Oh, that's good. And literally went through the the subtitles and counted it. You know, so, that's a bit of a compliment, I'd say. 
Yeah. I really like the they, they the snowmobile is a big thing in the movie. It is like they they use the snowmobile to get from the car up to the cabin because it's so isolated. And then when the guy goes off in the snowmobile, he's like, "Look, if there's anything wrong, just follow my tracks from the cabin back to the car." And I mean, apart from that being a stupid idea, because of course it was going to snow and there'd be no way to follow those tracks. Yeah. But he comes back later on and he's got machine guns on the snowmobile, and I mean, it's not not the first time that's been done before. Nope. But it's great. It's done doesn't really matter. Well, yeah. It does not matter. It's great. Like there are little things that I find wrong with the movie. Like they on the way to the cabin, they're like, man, phone reception. We lost phone reception an hour ago. And then he calls it later. And at the end of the thing, they, they call nine one one. It's yeah, like they just make a phone call. What? How are you getting reception in this cabin where you don't get reception? Doesn't work. But I like that they play on that scene. It's like you've got to come and help us. There are zombie Nazis killing us. And she's like, what happened? She hung <laughs> yeah. up on me. Of course she hung up on you. Of she said she there was did. terrorists. Listen to what you said. And tanks. Yeah, that's yeah. That was the note I had as well. Well done. <laughs> Very well done. Love it. Oh, it's great. Now, there's a couple of things that I liked in this movie. Things a couple. That I hadn't... Obviously, I liked, minutes I liked a lot about this movie. Yeah, go on. There's some new things in this movie that I hadn't seen in other movies that yeah. I liked. One of them was the point of view scene of a human being eaten by zombies. Yeah. Kind of regains consciousness and looks around. You see a few zombies standing over her and you think, oh, this is a bit weird. Yeah, it, it was a little bit surreal, but I liked it. It was a yeah. nice kind of twist it's out of really the, the norm. quiet. Mm. That's what I think. That's what makes that scene so scary. I agree. Really quiet. She's not screaming. The zombies aren't like grunting or going nuts. The zombies are just they're just you know, casually they're just, they're just down. going it's, about it's their lifetime. business, pulling out a spleen. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I did notice a lot of intestine work in this There's movie as well. There's a lot. I don't know good. if that's a Norwegian thing. Maybe a listener can maybe tell us if that's yeah, a Norwegian boy. thing or not. But you know, but snagging your intestines on a tree and running and then having to stop because your intestines back. get caught. There's the other one that's even better where the guy, the zombie gets stuck on a spike or something and then the guy has to grab the zombie intestines and he's hanging he's off hanging the edge of a cliff, cliff by the intestines and there's another zombie grabbing onto him. Oh, this is special. This is special stuff. Where was that in the, you know... In Cliffhanger. Why wasn't that? I wanted to see that in Cliffhanger. <laughs> in Cliffhanger. I was going to say that montage at the, at the Academy Awards where they play the best scenes from all the movies that year. Yeah, the only other the bit that I have is um, this is the first movie that I think I've recognised where... A human bites a zombie. Oh, does he? Yeah. I can't remember. MacGyver does it when he goes out and finds the dead old man. And he bites uh, the zombie. A zombie comes out and he bites a zombie. Why did he do that? In self-defense. Oh. <laughs> okay. Clearly, he's fighting a zombie. He's got nothing else But yeah, surprise. I think it's the first yeah. time I've ever seen the human in the movie bite a zombie. Well, maybe he was going to turn into a human. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe he's now living we'll happily in the, the hills of Norway as, you know. Maybe he was warm bodies kind of style brought back to being human because he was bitten by a human. Who knows? The other note I have here is that duct tape fixes everything apparently because this yeah. guy had a major artery in his throat ripped open and he just you know stitches it back together and then puts duct tape around and he's all yeah. good. Yeah, he stitches it back together with a fishing line, puts duct tape on it. That's when you know this is a bit of a gory movie. A little bit. little bit. But again, these little minor things in no way dis- make me dislike the movie. Yeah. No, I love the scene where the guys have got the power tools and they're running towards the zombies. They're running from the opposite direction. And he just swings the chainsaw and the, the top, whole top of the zombie head just falls off. That's on the poster, I think, and the DVD cover. Yes. It was in the, one of the trailers that you remember as well. So great. And oh, man. It's brilliant. Um, there was one other thing that I liked a lot about this movie. It was a particular song that was played during the zombie attack where the two yeah. guys face off against Herzig. Do you remember the song? No, what's the song? Wacky Sax. Wacky Sax. Yakety Sax? You know what it is? No, it's Wacky Sax. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Yakety Sax. 
How can you not love a zombie movie with the Benny Hill theme song? Yeah, cue music. pretty good. And they're playing that as the zombies are chasing them through the hills. <laughs> it's the complete opposite of the opening of the movie where they played yeah. strong classical music. Gives you permission to laugh. Oh, it's and fantastic. It, 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 it's really, yeah, it gives you license to say, don't worry about how silly we are. Just go with it, man. Yeah. Oh, honestly, it, there's no way you can't not like a, a zombie movie that has the Benny Hill theme song music. Yeah. But I mean, this is also like a glowing example of people who go, why would I watch a movie with subtitles? I'm not doing that. It's not, it's, it's, I don't want to read a book. I want to watch a movie. Oh, this movies man, like this are like shining examples of why you need to broaden your horizons a bit mm. and just take a chance. Just every now and again, take a chance. And foreign movies are sometimes not always that great, but sometimes yep. they are sometimes, this movie. Sometimes they are terrible and yeah, but this is not one of those times. Sometimes they yeah, are boy. Norwegian cursed zombie gold and that is exactly what you get in this movie. Yeah, this movie is Norwegian cursed zombie gold, no doubt. <laughs> the other little thing that I, I found jarring about it is the, the guy comes back to the shack that's burnt down Hmm. and the box is undamaged yeah like, and the whole shack's the gone the entire shack is gone there's nothing yeah. but stumps and ash but the, the, this wooden box is fine it has <laughs> to like... be though the box has to be yeah. cool the box has to be fine <laughs> one note in particular I have in regards to this which I do love a lot like this is made me gonna watch the future of this director very very closely mm. he said scrupulously numerous times in press and in interviews these are not zombie Nazis they're Nazis first who happen to be zombies. <laughs> right. I don't want people to unfairly judge Nazis. <laughs> They're not all zombies. <laughs> it's unfair of you to paint them all with that brush. <laughs> not all zombies are Nazis, okay? These guys yeah. are Nazis who happen to be zombies. Yeah. Nazis have feelings too. But I'm like, how great is that? He's, he's thought about the badness so much that it's no specifically... No, no, no. These guys are Nazis at their core. They're Nazis. Yeah. It just happens that they're, they're zombies. There is that one that's like, he's like the chief commander or something. He's like the, the leader of the group. Herzig. And Herzig? he like, there's a few zombies around and the guys are kind of, the guys have just started to get some momentum going their way. And they think, this is okay. No, we, we, can, we can take this. This is how the movie's going to end is we kill these guys and then we go. And then Herzig just lets out this scream and every square foot of snow that you can see, <laughs> zombies come up out of the snow. Like, you are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's no other way to put it. You are cat food at that stage. Because, yeah, that comes just after we've seen, you know, the big machine gun on the thing and they've just sliced and killed zombies with a yeah. hammer in a circle, which, by the way, was a lovely little touch I found. <laughs> a little nice little communist reference against the, the German Nazis. Yeah. But, oh, man, yeah, that's the, that's the point where everyone stands up and goes, yeah, yeah. you're fucked, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> well, we're gushing. I mean, I love this movie. It's great. Yes. If, uh, to, to use a Cabin in the Woods reference, this movie gave me a husband's bulge, not in the, the <laughs> sexual connotation. This movie's just awesome. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, uh, it seems like with all these zombie movies, I've either really liked them or really not liked them. So, I mean, there's Shaun of the Dead and Dead Snow that are up this end of the pool. But, I mean, is this maybe a bit better than Shaun of the Dead? I it's think probably it's a better, a better zombie, movie. zombie movie than yeah. Shaun of the Dead. You, Definitely. You took the words right out of my mouth. Okay. I'm not going to finish that. <laughs> Leave it there. Radio, thank you for that. Yeah. Rodney's been drinking. Um, so yeah, I, I honestly don't think we've got too much more we can say about this. We yeah. both love it. We I, both yeah. think it has very few faults, if any. It's it's stupid um, to pick faults in a movie like this. If you haven't seen it, go out and see it. Yeah, Seriously, it's great. If you've gone out and seen it, Congratulations, go out and see it again. Go buy the Blu-ray. Do whatever you have to do. Go see this movie multiple times. Spread the word. Tell a friend. Tell everyone you know. Get on and shout it from the rooftops. And when they arrest you for being a crazy man in court, say, everyone should go see Dead Snow. (laughs) 
<laughs> I wish there were quotable lines from the movie. It was all in Norwegian, but otherwise I would say, when they arrest you, shout that quotable line. I don't know. It's all in foreign. I don't know. Should have gone to Sunny Beach. You should have gone to Sunny Beach. That's what you should say. When they arrest you and they put you in handcuffs and they say, do you have anything you want to say? Just say, I should have gone, gone to Sunny, sunny beach. beach. That's great. I want a t-shirt that says that. So yeah, I don't think we've got uh, no, much more we can say. Nothing about else this. to say. Let's wrap it up. We're now wrapping up the fourth of our zombie movie marathon, done. as Rodney wants to call it. I think I've swayed to that. It's so much easier to say. So much easier to say than five movies on a theme. <laughs> we have one movie left one in our marathon. Left. We're going to leave you guessing as to what it is. I'm not going to tell you what it is now, but I can spoil it just a little bit. It's going to be a double feature. We're going to do two yeah. movies on the end. Yeah. If you think you know what it is, to, you know what it is. Yeah, they may give it away to some diehard fans, but yeah. We're doing two movies in the last one. <laughs> Die Hard 2 and 3. We've done Die Hard. I said two, 2 and 3. There you go. Um, we know only which one's superior out of 2 and 3, don't we? Yeah, 3. Exactly right. Good to hear. So. So this is where we say. This is where we say. Follow us on Twitter, which is your own. J underscore A underscore M podcast. Or you can email us, which is. Which is just another movie podcast at gmail.com. Or you can Facebook. Just search just another movie podcast in your Pinterest. Facebook search bar. We're not on Pinterest yet. We could maybe get on Pinterest. No. I might do that now. Uh, no, we just set up a Pinterest account, but it's just the cover of this movie and nothing else. <laughs> nothing ever. <laughs> That's all it will ever be. Or, uh, yeah, you could you know, try and send us some snail mail, but I'm not giving you my address just yet, so uh, good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day we'll get a post box and you can send stuff to there. But at the moment, just email us. Just send it to your own care of Sunny Beach, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> I'll be sitting there with a pair of sunglasses and a yeah. drink with an umbrella in it. Definitely. Um, yeah, apart from that, thank you for listening and uh, stay tuned for the next one. Thanks, we'll see you next time. This is Rod. This is Ewan. Bye-bye. Every year, millions of young Brits head abroad to party. So I'm travelling to some of our most notorious holiday destinations to find out what really happens when the sun goes down. It's quite deep, actually. It's quite a lot of blood. Tonight, I'm in Sunny Beach, Bulgaria. Oh,